I like to to spice up what's going on on Twitter. You know, I'm just like, mm, mm. Um, yeah. So the firefighters, you know, used to park in places they weren't supposed to park in, uh, but they would uh, come to the bookstore all the time. And let me tell you, some of them were ugly, <laughs> but some of them were hot. And I was like, ooh, what are you doing later? Oh, <laughs> uh, you can take. Control Set of my this pussy on fire. <laughs> Take control of my hose anytime. <laughs> no, no. Uh, hold on, let me try again. Um, you can unload my fire hydrant. No, still no. Stack these mm. ropes. You P- can pull. Go up my fire escape. You can rub my charcoal off. You want my it. face? <laughs> Put on your outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, sometimes uniform just like really works uh no longer cop uniforms anymore i'm not into that no. but uh <laughs> well none of the firefighters are hot and i will i will argue about that at this fire station yeah none of them are mm, hot. girl also this <laughs> so the 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 lettering on the fire station makes it look like it's fire station 08 but it's 18 why why does the o look like a one no why does a one look like an o what? Because <laughs> it's like a really fat one with a red outline. Just get people to keep their house ready. <laughs> people aren't going to know that one. They might. <laughs> come on in. <laughs> Just come podcast with us. <laughs> Anyways, we live underground. <laughs> Don't come see us. <laughs> so why why did they park in the wrong places? What's they would the just, teeth, the, They would just park on the, the side of the, like, so. With the fire truck? Uh, not fire trucks, but like they would have. They look like the police, like vans, but like oh, fire, like the fire instead. Or yeah, whatever. and they, like just because they were fire people, they would just like park where they whatever wherever they felt like. I mean, and, that's technically for fire people, the red zone. Yeah, but if they're dealing with a fire, <laughs> I think they'll know. They were just shopping in the bookstore. <laughs> yeah, but they've got their radios on all the time. I don't care. Anyways. Uh, it used, it pissed me off, but I never said anything about it, and I didn't care. Uh, also, it was the middle of the summer, so there wasn't many people taking classes and biking around all the places and stuff like that. So oh, so what you're saying is that you're just a crotchety old woman. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but I say this because in D.C. there's apparently this big thing that's happening because there's one gay on Twitter that I follow, and I think he's a sweetheart. Uh, is it me? No. Uh, you don't live in D.C. <laughs> well, you said sweet. Absolutely not. It was... Absolutely not. This podcast canceled. Turn it off. We're done. Well, no. I just <laughs> would like you to compliment me. <laughs> Listen, I've had a rough one. <laughs> Spencer, you are a decent human being. <laughs> you're doing everything that you're doing. I'm pleasantly surprised every week I come here. Wow. That in- inspiring surprise. You are still here. <laughs> it's amazing how every day you're you. I'm impressed that you live here. You tried your best to be you today. Yeah. Is that good? Yes. Okay, have I have I filled your compliment quota today? Well, enough for the fact that I've been listening to kindergarten classes all yeah. week, but they're like you're the best you that you can be. And you're like, and like yeah. yes, I am. I am. And play that alphabet song again. A, B, C. No, it's who let the A oh. out? A, 
Hey. I thought you were talking about the one that I keep seeing on Instagram. It's like when you walk by your kid's class and it's like A, B, C, E, F, G. And they're like, eh, eh. And, and like in the background. Because it, it's to the like Pussy My Crack song. <laughs> my Pussy My Crack. And I'm like, <laughs> that's intense. I'll show it to you later. It's fine. It's not, nothing weird. Nothing weird. No, I've heard, I've seen it. Oh, okay. The dad's like behind the dog. Yeah, he's like. Thing. He's like. <laughs> Shaking his ass. Yes, that's uh, that's me as a parent in the future. Anyways, back Doing to the, the Tainomi Banks, like, in a circle. Mm, oh, my God. I remember Tainomi Banks. She, there was so much promise. There was. She had so much. Uh, she could do so much. Yeah. We she, didn't say anything about it on Rupee Podcast that there's no episode this week because there was no episode. Hey, there's no episode. So I'm just going to assume that all of RuPaul's Drag Race fans that are also listening to this, which I'm expecting most of the people who listen to one of them probably listen to both of them. Yeah. So it's like, hey, at this point. <laughs> it was really uh, lackluster. They I didn't like, watch it. We didn't know if we would be able to go. And I'm like, I don't care. Just put on a dress. Just put on a fucking dress and let me judge you, okay? <laughs> let me, exactly. Let me give me let me give you my terrible opinions about absolutely nothing <laughs> give me this insatisfaction of telling you that you're ugly <laughs> candy Ooh. Ooh, nobody hates candy nobody, nobody hates, hates candy. candy i hate candy nobody hates nobody candy. hates candy nobody hates candy does tony hate us tony <laughs> i'm not sure Nobody hates us. Tony hates us. Somebody Nobody hates, hates us. Baff Burger. Baff Brack hates us. Poor us. Baff Brack. Oh, yeah. Where's mine at? Oh, oh behind your com- computer. Computer. Ooh. Cheers. Cheers to another successful podcast that we're about. Oh, I had a person. Oh, I have. I had too many tangents open right now. We need to close some. Let's start uh, one. Okay, so the the DC thing. We're going back to that. Um, so I saw on Twitter that this gay uh, uh, videoed these cops that parked in front of uh, in a in a major bike bike lane um, in front of a, a I think a Wawa is that is it a that's a grocery store right Yes, yeah, so they parked in front of a Wawa the gas, the gas station. So they went to go get um, uh, snacks. Uh, in a bike lane instead of parking in like a normal place so he like yelled at them because he has uh, like his his dad has a history of like getting hit he was on a bike and he got hit and had like a brain injury and stuff like that so he uh was like videoing these cops and like looking at all their like things like i'm gonna report you like you need to you know get out of the bike lane this is not appropriate you guys are ticketing because dc passed the whole thing that was like don't park in the fucking bike lanes like the metro police are gonna um uh, ticket you for that and so it's like you guys are not above the law you guys are police officers but you're not above the law so you can't park in these fucking bike lanes so he was like yelling at them this this the police officer was like i'm under a lot of stress right now and he was like i don't fucking care Me like too. get get your fucking car out of the fucking bike lane and he was very nice about it. he was much nicer than i would have been about it um and so uh, he apparently ended up on the news, and then he's apparently going in front of, like, the city council now. So I'm like, ooh, things are getting spicy just following that shit on Twitter. And I'm like, ooh, that's really into – I'm really into that. So I'm following the story. I'll give you give you more uh, at the, 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 at the, the 12 top o'clock of the, hour. 12, <laughs> top of the hour. Top of the morning. <laughs> the top at of the, the top morning. of the morning, I'll tell you top a little bit morning, more about it. 
Don't oh my be God. sure to steal my lucky charms. Speaking of uh, Irish accent, um, so I've been doing. You want to try another accent? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. uh, while I've been doing uh, things at work, um, I've been doing these like little questions of the day to like trying to get people to like talk more uh, on our main chat because it's kind of boring. So I'm like trying to get people to talk more. Are you fucking. Extra curricular, extra curricular, teacher's pet, being like, "Hey everyone, I hope everyone's having a happy Monday." Just wanted to let you know. How do you deal with a difficult customer? (laughs) Pretend your customer is a desert island. How many times do do you you try to break up in the coconut? No, I don't. I don't talk about customers. I don't care. The whole point to get people talking is to not talk about customers. I'd like to talk about. Everything else other than that. Hey, is anyone watching the drag? Race? What's going on? What about the the what's how do you feel about WandaVision? Like Can I get an Amen? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, brother. Um No. Uh except I do send a lot of gifts of drag race stuff and no one responds to them. So <laughs> I don't think any of my room. any of my coworkers watch drag race. There I think there's one other gay that works with me. Um and He's not a good kind of gay. N- well, the boring I, kind. I, I don't think that he uh, pays attention. Actually, what ha- I think we're the boring kind. I of think gays. we're the boring kind of case. I think we are. <laughs> we're definitely the boring kind of case. <laughs> but whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I love being the boring kind of gay. This I is what it looks like. Don't want to go to Puerto Vallarta in the middle of a pandemic. I, there we go. Um, but also, I have to say, there was one time. Did I tell you about the story that uh, it was during the the uh, frost apocalypse, and me, Savannah, and Aaron went to go look for water, and we went to a fiesta. We're standing in line with like three cases of water, and that was all we needed uh, after going through a whole adventure to try and find food, first of all, and then also a bank that would give me money because it was like three banks that wouldn't like actually take your card. No, it it said that the ATM wasn't distributing money right now, and I was like, I was probably out of money. It probably, but both of them were, (laughs) like both the the ones that would whatever. Uh, It doesn't matter. so I found one that worked. Um, anyway, so while we were there, we're standing in line, and I'm, like, turned around facing Savannah and Aaron, so away from, like, where we're actually heading towards the cashiers because uh, we're waiting in line. And Aaron just goes, do we want anything to, like, put in the water? And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? He's like, well, what about, Vodka. Like... <laughs> he meant, like, Mio's and, and like, oh, Kool-Aid no. things. I was and I was pre- like, no, we don't need that. And he was like, well, I just don't want to... I just don't want my water to be boring. And I was like, (laughs) and me and Savannah, well, first of all, I was just like eye rolling at him. But then the girl behind Savannah, she was like, she was on her phone. She goes, (laughs) and like, like, bitch, what the fuck are you saying? (laughs) I, I think I might be that girl because sometimes in public, I'm just like, did you just say that? I can't help my facial reactions ever, so I can only imagine that I've also done the same See, thing. I can't help my facial facial reactions, and then I tell Thomas about. It. Yeah, hold on, Thomas, did you hear? Like, did you hear what that dumb bitch just? <laughs> She's standing right there. He's like, she can hear you. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm gonna tell you about what she, she said. She said these things, so I have to tell you right now. Uh, yeah. Um, tangent. What was it talking about before that? Bikes. Crazy things. Firefighters, and then we went to police in D.C., and Uh now we're here. And then, yeah. We had a lot of tangents. I love that. We we, we left a lot of uh, air open for interpretation. Uh, So if you want to just chime in for (laughs) any of those things, you can. Let Uh, me know how you feel about Oregon Trail. 
Because <laughs> you're playing right now. <laughs> yeah. ba- bath Brock. <laughs> yeah. Um, your topic's really great. Anyways. <laughs> We haven't reached Shit. the topic yet. <laughs> Did you die? Dysentery. <laughs> Again? <laughs> well, how has your week been, Spencer? I haven't seen you in a while. Since <laughs> I had, <clears throat> excuse me, didn't come over for our Ruby podcast. How long has it been? A week. One week? One full week. We normally see each other <laughs> two or three times a week. <laughs> normally you're like right over there, passed just, out on the floor. Just here at the house. <laughs> now it's different. Now it's different. I've been... Uh, being a mom oh we love it come on motherhood <laughs> yeah making lunches is fun i enjoy that doing it at night is better yeah uh, doing it on your own playing playing some uh Ooh, you know who i'm really into right now what doula peep doula peep i'm very into doula peep right doula now peep. uh i never listened to her new album when it came out last march oh i was so into it last uh march. well i'm listening to it now do you know one song that i absolutely love levitating uh, yes, but also hallucinate. Um, yeah. I like I, levitating a little bit more. But. Yeah. Um, but hallucinate is one of my jams right now. And I'm like, man, imagine being drunk on like seven vodka sodas at the Eagle right now dancing this. I do that in my car. I can't picture that because after seven vodka sodas, I'd be at home. Okay, five. Still probably. Okay, knows. three and two shots of Fireball. How long has it been? <clears throat> Uh, Since I started, one hour. One hour. Okay, now I'm, I'm still there. <laughs> I'm still there. I have a fan. I'm clacking. Okay, yeah. I'm there. <laughs> Thirty minutes later, I'm ready to I'm go ready to, to go to bed. Since it's four thirty, I don't care. Ready to go to bed. And we'll then... have frozen pizza at home. <laughs> we'll have that. <laughs> I'll watch an episode of Hoarders. <laughs> and then you stay up until 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock anyways. No, fall asleep on the couch. Oh, yeah, yeah. There. Wake up at 9 p.m. and be like, oh, what happened? <laughs> Who did this to me? <laughs> Who? Who? Who's, that? Who's that? And you see a mirror? No. <laughs> that wasn't Couldn't me. Couldn't <laughs> be. Who put the cookie in the cookie? <laughs> wasn't me, bitch. Wasn't me. Anyways. Hoarders. Hoarders. Yes. <laughs> That's the tangent you want to go on? I love hoarders. Oh, my God. You and couponing, too. Hoarders, At what couponing. point does couponing become hoarding? It is a very... Slippery slope. No, it's a really wide line. It's not mm. even a thin line. Um... Because these people are like, I'm not a hoarder. But then they have <laughs> their whole garage is full of Tide. And I'm like, yeah, you'll probably use it. Dooms and like, And we're also going to sell it. And I'm like, that's also sort I think of that's smart. illegal, isn't it? No. To resell stuff? Yeah. If it says specifically not for resale, but if it's a full package of things, then it, it's fine. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I don't have enough space for that. Me neither. Except we do have that whole garage now. But Aaron's going to put cars in it. But how many of them is he going to drive? One. <laughs> no, two. He's going to drive Savannah's car. And his car. So two. Out of the four. I think it would be more well put towards couponing if mm-hmm. I were in the situation. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, so. Well, I'm listening. And uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh... 
Savannah bought a house. <laughs> she did. That was, that, I haven't said that since the last time uh, I saw you. That was, <clears throat> I saw you last Thursday, and she was potentially closing on the house the next day, but she officially did it, and we are, we are moving in currently. Uh, so We're going to come use your pool. That, uh, perfect. We want that. <laughs> when you're not there. Okay. <laughs> We're going to jump the fence. That's fine. I can... Get on board. I'll call you still. first. Hey, we're jumping. The, actually, you can just go in through the back gate. But I'm going to call you first. Hey, we're at your pool. Okay. Also, I spread some broken glass all over. <laughs> Everywhere. You can't. You can't get to it anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's actually really funny because she was uh, giving the guy that was helping us move earlier the grand tour. So she was like, here's Aaron's house because it was a garage or she's like here's this you know the kitchen blah blah, blah. and then this is where aaron is going to live and then she like walked up to the back of it and there's like the action actual area of like actual garden space which is super cute and i'm super super excited and she goes you're gonna grow and your own vegetables is, yes and she goes and this is where chris is going to live which i thought was funny and she dug a hole with her hand and was like Right here. Right in that spot. He's going to grow up. This is where he nestles. <laughs> He's going to plant himself and just grow up. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Absolutely not. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to plant vegetables. Uh, so Vegetables. Uh, be- vegetables. Uh, so I have a bunch of uh, dirt, technically. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of dirt. I got a lot of dirt. I, got a, I have a lot of dirt in the garage from old things that like I put, I had like extra pots and so I just like an extra dirt. So I just put the dirt in there. So it hasn't been like the nutrients ha- nutrients haven't used up yet. So I'd like to just like put it in the garden. I would like to tell you about explaining things to kindergartners really quick. Okay. So a natural resource. What's the natural resource? Soil. Oh. She's like, oh, eel. Oh, eel. So eel. I'm like. Yes. What's the oil? <laughs> so oil. Dirt. That doesn't say dirt. Oh my gosh. Well, dirt and soil are the same thing. What's soil? <laughs> it's the same. That's what you've been saying. No, I've been saying so oil. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you haven't been, you've been saying that. You've been saying, you, you sounded you've been, <laughs> you've been, Yeah, it's soil. Well, what's soil? I just told you. Well, I don't have a good memory. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's start this over again. Restart. Try it again. <laughs> Keep going. It's a whole lot of re- repetition. Yeah. Repetition for effect. Come mm-hmm. on. You can do it. <laughs> don't I'm you, getting there. Don't you have a, a lot of respect for teachers? <laughs> Shout out to I my teachers to do out that. there. Do what? I wanted to do that. Oh, yeah. The kindergarten teachers? No, not kindergarten. Oh, oh no. Oh. I was like third grade yeah i was going to fourth grade uh yeah kindergarten is <laughs> trying to teach two at the same time that are not on the same grade level yeah it's like difficult. Uh, what's what what's what's what, what do we got going on over here, uh, over here? What's cannot imagine having a like a second grade class where mm-hmm. like one reads at like a fifth grade level and one of them reads at like a second grade level yeah and being like no you read this book you read this book you read this book but we're all gonna read this third grade book together yeah what what's even worse about that is uh trying to keep them all like entertained entertained together because then the people who want to read at seventh grade level at you know fourth grade are like okay we're reading this third grade book that doesn't make any sense yeah i don't want to read about my left shoe yeah exactly harry potter exactly um and then there was me who was like i can read at seventh grade level if i need to uh but then i was like i want to read all these weird science books i tried to read the boxcar children Nobody liked it. 
just me. What about? Oh no, that's probably too risque. Old. I was gonna say the series of unfortunate events. It's a little bit too far. Too I think I read that. In I think that I read that in like the fourth grade. grade. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just just waiting for Nancy Drew and Hardy. Oh Bass. yes, waiting for those. Uh, Nancy what was Drews. the one that was before Nancy Drew? There was one that was like a girl. Harriet the Spy. Was it Harriet the Spy? I mm-hmm. think it was Harriet the Spy. You're right. Harriet the Spy is supposed to be for third graders. <clears throat> yeah, it's just before that. I read that just because it was like forty pages, and I could get AR points for it. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, good shit. I don't remember what happened. Loved I didn't give a shit. It. I just read it as like as like because I used to read my science books and they were like point five points. Like oh, you need eight points, and the, those other books were like one point five points or two points. And I was like, okay, read read in a second. I was like, okay, take a test. Shut the fuck up. Like, here's your points, bitch. No, me. I was like, you need eight points this semester. I was like, I have thirty two. I did not do that. I was always the one who was like, ugh. Okay, fine. I'll read something that's not a science book. <laughs> what the fuck do you want? Because I love going to the nonfiction. I was such a fucking weird nerd. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to read this like book about snakes, and I'll tell you about all the snakes. And I got 10 points on all those <laughs> all the time whenever they needed me to actually – like. I always loved the new year whenever I'd get to like, – because I just – because I had a memory that like I'd remember from the year before, the books that I read. And so I just do the all of the series of unfortunate events again the next year. I'd be like, yeah, I read those as well. You fucking cheater. I was such a cheater. You're fucking such a cheater. cheater. Such a cheater. So then I have like 132 points because I just like tested out of like eight of the series of unfortunate events books. I'm like, yeah, I remember all of them. So like, See, I never had any problem because I was always reading the Hardy Boys and I remembered all of them. Yeah. But then I ran out of Hardy Boys in the library. So then I had to switch to Nancy Drew and then people were like, you're gay. And I was like, it's a mystery. Anyway, it's a mystery. She does really does cool things. The, also, the, yes, Nancy Drew, so much better than the Hardy Boys. When did you first? This is getting deep. This is getting dark already. When did you first get called gay? <clears throat> gay or you act like a girl? Um, gay. Gay. Six. I got called gay in fourth grade once, and I had no idea what that meant. And I, I might have been called gay in the fifth grade and i just had no idea what it meant i got called gay in the fourth grade and i remember someone it was in front of one of the there's one girl that i remember will always remember 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 because she was remember Uh, Mm. my name's spencil spencil um so fourth grade i remember there's a girl from uh, fourth grade just because she got really 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 popular in like high school and stuff like that I don't know what she's doing now I don't care uh, but she has eight kids and she's mm, dead highly possible in shirt from shirts uh, but uh, she was popular back then and I was popular just because I like to talk to people uh, in fourth grade um, and I have a story after this someone called me gay and she was like you shut the fuck up he's one of my he's, she said fuck I don't know what she said but she you told it stop she, she like full ass like almost punched this kid uh, and like told him to like get the fuck away from me and like all this other stuff and I was like what does it even mean she's like it doesn't matter and like she like was taking care of me and then like we grew apart as we aged through the things uh, and, and then I, in high school she was like Chris you're a fake yeah exactly uh, but no she didn't uh uh, like we always acknowledge each other, but she was like super popular, and like I was in band, also popular, but also in different spheres. Um, but like she just never, we we would rave at each other in the hallway, and it was always like a, like a, a Regina George hey girl. like. Mm. Um, so oh. my story, <clears throat> in the fifth grade, 
uh, <laughs> you would have, we had these raffles mm. and you would not, it was a mystery item and you put in these tickets that you got for, for being good. And so I put all of my mystery, or my tickets into the mystery. Cause I was like, it's a mystery. Cause it's something really good. I'm going to get it. It's a mystery. And so when we, where they were like, all right, this mystery prize is a t-shirt for the Sagemont cheerleaders. You won it. And I won it. And they were like, oh, you won it. Good work, Spencer. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing with this cheerleader t-shirt? I'm going to wear this cheerleader Everybody's t-shirt. Everybody's already telling me that I'm gay. And I was like, <laughs> You're going to make me wear a cheerleader t-shirt they were like, now? They were already saying, you act like a girl. And so I was like, fuck. Yeah. And so then this girl named Sarah, who... We'll, Sarah Jessica. Sarah Bates. Uh, we'll come up later. Uh, she traded me 10 gel pens for that shirt because she really wanted it. Okay. Um, and you're and like, I, like, I will take these gel pens I was and I like, will whatever you really want, whatever, because I don't want the shirt. I don't want the shirt because I don't want to get made fun of more. I don't want to get made fun of. Exactly. And I also don't want to bring it home. Just imagine. It makes me so sad. Just like, how different would my life be if I could have done things without the fear of being made fun of? Yeah. For real. For real. That's so wild, right? Because I was telling my mom <clears throat> a tangent for me. Yeah. Telling my mom about how I didn't think that Trinity is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom was like, you know, kids just do that sometimes. You lied a lot as a kid. And I was like. Excuse me? Yeah, I know I did. 100%. The, our, our, my, my lying was different. <laughs> Mine was about being bullied and being gay. But like. Uh, I Well, I mean, I was hiding a, a lot of stuff. And oh. that was part of it. But she was like, you know, you lied a lot as a kid, and we know why, mm-hmm. because you were hiding a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you never said that you knew that I was hiding a lot before. Yeah. Well, parents know. They know all they the know, fucking time. Exactly. And so, like, my when mom... I was looking at porn on the computer as a 12-year-old, oh and I said God. it was Mark. Oh, who did this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so sorry. Must be someone else. I don't know. The I'm kids so at sorry. school came to our house and they put it on the computer. It. it must have been a virus. Somebody broke in. As I'm like bawling and I'm so sorry. It was it wasn't me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like I've gotten much better at lying now. <laughs> Anyways, so Sarah Bates. Bought that shirt off of me for gel pens, and then I sold her makeup when she was in her 20s. There you go. I was like, thank you for coming back to me. I was like, look at me now. I got you, girl. Can I have that shirt back? We won't make you look foolish. I know it's a kid's small, but I'll still take it back. <laughs> Crop talk, baby. Pride. Come on. You wear it around pride like, mm, look at me. Mm. <laughs> Sage Month's Cheerleaders <laughs> 2002. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to talk about spooky stuff because we, we are 30 minutes in. I love that. I love that we <laughs> went on such a long tangent. Uh, we should also talk about our sponsors, right? Yay! Um, I should probably pull those sponsors up real fast if I can. Ooh. 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 Kennedy got a, a shave. He got a nice shave. He sure did. Sure did. He's um, a, a terrible boy today. Oh, Kennedy. What are we going to do with you? Well, first, the AC people came to our house today. Mm. Did not stop barking. <laughs> For an hour and a half. Oh, boy. While Thomas was teaching a class. Oh. Online? Also, the AC people did not decide to show up until 20 minutes after his class started and did not leave until he fully finished. Just the perfect time frame. Oh, I love the mosquito eaters. Yeah, but why are you in here? 
Hey, Downey. After a, a day, to, day to three days, they're, they're fine. Um, but what I like children in here now that are like afraid of bugs. Oh, no, it's so such sweet. a big mosquito. I love the mosquito eaters. They're so stupid. Look at them trying to go into that exactly. wall. Exactly. They have no idea what they're doing. Uh, I don't think they have eyes, actually. I think I really? looked them up one time. I don't think they have eyes, and that's why they just, like, go. I don't know what the... Oh. You're inside. I have no idea what the point of them are. Like... To eat mosquitoes. Uh, they don't actually eat mosquitoes. Oh, really? They don't actually eat mosquitoes. Well, then why are they called mosquito I, eaters? I have no idea. I just because they they're giant mosquitoes. Hunters. Uh, let me look it up again because I'm pretty certain I looked him up and mosquito eaters. That's literally useless. What do they eat? They're called crane flies or mosquito hawks or mosquito eaters. Mosquito hawk, that's what I yeah. call us. I always call them mosquito eaters, but I don't think they actually eat mosquitoes. 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 Uh, what is a crane fly? Crane fly appearance, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. What do they eat? Um, I don't think they eat anything. It's just pretty much just like have sex and die. Like that's literally the whole point of them. So, no, no. <laughs> you can't transfer energy like that. You could. No. Unfortunately, they don't eat mosquitoes or help control mosquito populations. What does eat mosquitoes? Just bats? Bats and birds. I'm going to get bats and You just need to get bats everywhere. <laughs> just bats, please. Uh, they, the Larvae of crane flies can damage lawns, which is why it's important to identify what mosquito flies look like in order to prevent and remove them from your yard. They don't actually eat mosquitoes. I knew I was right. <laughs> I know. I just sometimes. think that's useless. They're, they are useless animals, <laughs> but they probably help birds. Just burps. as being food. Yes, exactly. There are things that are just out there to be food. Plankton. Uh, plankton, exactly. Uh, they well, plankton did start life, so don't mm -mm. don't dog too much on, on. He tried to steal the Krabby Patty formula, and I will never give him anything else after that. Formioli, formioli, give me. Oh, what is it? Ravioli, ravioli, give, give me, me the, the formioli. formioli. You have to twist your hands too. Yeah, like Beyonce. Yes. Uh, 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 uh. Anyways, um, I'd like to th talk about our sponsor, Baked Bones. Uh, oh, yes. A recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization Lord, between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety that we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% now uh, with promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. You made it just in time. Baked Bones is, an L uh, is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones probably donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the, the United States. The U.S. The U.S. Uh, Baked 
Oh, no, no. You want your baked bones ASAP. Mm-hmm. You can pop on down to a small business called Man Ready Mercantile. Man Ready Mercantile. They are based in uh, Houston and Austin. Uh, you can pop in on Houston Heights or South, South Congress Congress. Street in Austin. Baked bones. <gasps> Yes, I love that. How do you feel about Thorgy Thor? What? Actually, I've been thinking about her lately because uh, I always do. Okay, well, Dragon on Five started in Houston, and they had a talent show as is Dragon All Stars. So they had a talent show as their first thing, and I was like, "What the fuck would Dixie do as a talent?" And I was like, hold on, there's a lot of songs that, that artists do with like a whole instrumental break. And I would love to create a saxophone solo that goes along with that instrumental break. And then I thought it was like Thor G. Thor. Uh, she wanted a Thorchestra. She wanted drag queens to be in a Thorchestra, but saxophones aren't allowed in orchestras for some fucking reason. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but I was like, hold on, Thor G., I'm a drag queen and I would love to be in your Thorchestra. I'd do it. I'd do it. So I was like, that would be my talent. This is like lip sync. And then we get to the thing. I'd probably have like a bejeweled like neck holder around my neck already. And then someone can just like hand me my saxophone, pull it up. And I'm like, yep, ready to go. And just like start playing. And you like clip it in. Yeah, you clip it in, just hold it. And, and then I clip it out. And I'm like, here's the saxophone back. And I keep lip syncing. Oboes? Uh, whenever I tried out for band uh, back in fourth grade going to fifth grade uh i tried out for the oboe i tried out for percussion and i tried out for saxophone and i tried out for french horn and french horn i got a two uh out of five uh oboe i got a three out of five saxophone i got a four out of five but it was only because my fingers didn't reach around the instrument and they were like well hope your hand grows in a year or in three months because you were gonna because i wanted to do saxophone the entire time like there was no other option and the percussion i got a five and they're like you have great rhythm you can do this blah 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 and like Nowadays, I'm like, I have no rhythm. <laughs> and I was a drum major. <laughs> I was a fucking drum major and the head drum major of a fucking high school, major high school. Like, how the fuck, how the fuck did I uh, have rhythm? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Anyways, uh, besides the point. Anyways. When I tried out, they were like, you could play <clears throat> the trumpet, but there's going to be a lot of trumpets. Mm-hmm. Or you could play the trombone, or you could play the baritone. We think you should play the baritone. And I was just like, okay. Okay. I wanted to play the clarinet. Yeah. Why didn't you try the clarinet? I did. They were like, you're not good at it. I was like, of course I'm not good at it. I haven't. (laughs) Mr. Liverman. I haven't haven't played this. I don't know how to do it. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, Things would have been different if I had just played the clarinet. You would have been gayer. Much Probably. sooner. <laughs> I would have been Squidward. <laughs> Never had you a rhythm. You would have stayed in a fucking stone and... I would have been handsome Squidward, though. Oh, Squilliam. 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 Squilliam fancy pants. Oh, no. He's hot. <laughs> he's hot. Squidward's definitely gay, too. Yeah. They're all gay. They're all gay. Except Sandy. No, Sandy's lesbian. I think she's a lesbian. Except Mr. Krabs. Yeah, that's valid. He had a child who's a whale. He's a crab. He could also be gay. He could also be gay. I adopted or this child. someone cheated on someone. So he's a cuck. A what? A cuck? What does that mean? 
It's like uh, a man who gets off on being humiliated. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. Sorry. Is that a slang bang? By watching someone. Oh. How oh. do you not live in 2021? I don't know. Apparently, I'm still learning the youths. So. <laughs> That's actually an old person. Oh, it's an old. It's like the 1600s, 1700s cuckold. It's a, it's a, oh. Oh, yeah, it's straight people. Oh. 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 I'm on TikTok. I know everything. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. See, I, I, the TikTok. I only watch the TikToks that are sent to me. So. Do you know what a simp is? Yes, it's like you're a simpleton for someone. You're, sim- you're simping. You're a simp is like you're like fawning you- over them. Yeah. Yes. You're you're a simpleton for them. Simp, but it's not simpleton. It's it's not- like sympathetic. I think. I don't think so. Yes. Okay. You don't fucking know. Okay. Anyways, we're thirty six minutes in. Should we talk about something spoopy finally? Let's go. It's your turn. Is it? <laughs> you go first. Okay. Um. <laughs> Let's get this going. I want to talk about. The murder of Lacey Peterson. Lacey Peterson. Peterson. Uh, I, I swear we've talked about this. I don't think we have, though. So you're going to tell me that. You may sound familiar to it because it happened in our lifetime. Who's the one who died in Arizona? That, that killed her, her boyfriend in Arizona? But traveled to Utah and California and like all those different things? Oh, you told me about that one. I don't know. No, you name. told me this. What? <laughs> it was yours. No. And she killed him in the shower, but video re- videotaped it? Oh, yeah. Um, her, his name was like Adam something. Yeah, what was her name? I don't remember, but it's not this one. It's not Lacey Peterson? No. Uh, this is uh, Lacey Peterson. Oh. <laughs> so another case that's very infamous uh, during uh, uh, the century that we live in currently. Wait, uh, wait. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, cheersies. Cheersies. It's my Wednesday. It's your Wednesday. <laughs> I don't get to say it's my Friday anymore. <laughs> I love your Wednesdays. I know. I love my Wednesdays, too. I'm hopeful that I will change my schedule at some point, but <laughs> that's fine. Um, I'm excited for actual Fridays now. Yes. <laughs> they mean something. Now. They mean it's like end of the week. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have to wake up at six anymore. There we go. Also... Why don't you sleep until 10 a.m. tomorrow? Yeah. Please, 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 please. <laughs> no, no. They won't. But stay in your room. <laughs> uh, play games. D- uh, look at pretty colors. Read a book. You don't <laughs> do have something. to do that yet? Look at the pictures. Look at the pictures. Anyways. Just picture books. Um, so it made me think of the book Gone Girl by Jillian uh, Anderson. Have you ever read that? No. So good. Um, not in plot, but in the theme. Um, so our main persons are Scott and Lacey Peterson. Um, so Scott Peterson was born in San Diego in the early seventies. Uh, his parents were middle class and Scott had six step siblings, six. So he was, let me just say people be fucking. Yeah. So he was, well, I mean, I, I guess I can't judge, uh, like how many or like who, he his parents had sex with if that makes sense what i'm asking is like is he one and then the other six are all one uh, like it wasn't very explicit but okay. i think so 
See, that would make me feel like othered. the outcast. Yeah, the outcast. Yeah. Um, but apparently he was not feeling very othered because, uh, well, we'll get there. He lived in a two-bedroom apartment in La Jolla. Um, Peterson was an avid golfer. La Jolla? Is it Hoya? I think it's La Jolla. L- J-O-L-L-A? L- yeah, I think it's La, La Jolla. Jolla. Okay. Um, uh, he was an avid golfer, playing at an early age. He dreamed of becoming a pro like one of his teammates uh, at, at the University of San Diego High School. It's very confusing, but it is a high school. Um, in 1990, he... Is it a high school that, like, feeds into the university? Is like a... No fucking idea. That's weird. I don't care. I don't... I... That would not be the point that I'd be like, hold on, let me, like, look at the transfer rate or some shit yeah, like I that. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> I have about two hours before I have to go do something. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm busy! Also, air conditioner people are like, it, it's hot in here. And I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, I know. The, the heat... The air conditioning works. It's the heat that doesn't work. They were like... Well, we're checking the air conditioning. I was like, yeah, you're doing the, the wrong thing. You need to be checking the heat. <laughs> I told them that twice. And they were like, I was like, the man told me that the condenser doesn't open. Can you go check that? And they were like, okay, yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, it didn't work. And I was like, anyways. I told you this. So he enrolled at Arizona State University in 1990 on a partial scholarship. Um, according to account by another Arizona State golfer, uh, they got Peterson kip- kicked off of the team um, because their father was a pro golfer and they didn't want to threaten their son's pro golfing stature. So they got him kicked off. Oh, I've got so much money. I'm so good at this. Mm-hmm. Mm, so yeah. you suck, So bye. you can't go. So go ahead and transfer to your little community college. Bye. Good luck. Uh, so he transferred to Cuesta College and then to California Polytechnic Tech, uh, State University. Um, he planned to major in international business, but changed his major to agricultural business. Um, he was also described as a model student. Our second person is Lacey Roca, who was born in Escalon, California, to dairy farmers. Uh, she worked on the farm for some of her childhood until her parents separated when she and her mother and brothers moved to Modesto. Eventually, her mother remarried, but in junior high, or not, but in junior high, and but high, <laughs> junior high and high school, she was a cheerleader. Oh. But in junior high and but high in school, junior high, she, she was, was a cheerleader. You're um, making a dark story for her. Hey, that's what you do when things go wrong. You become a cheerleader. <laughs> You're a cheerleader. Um, who came up with cheerleaders? <laughs> what a stupid idea. Well, I mean, I mean, not to tout too much of where i went to college but like a&m never decided to do cheerleaders ever since the beginning they were like here's some boys that are running around trying to get people excited and they just called them yell leaders so we never had cheerleaders i just don't understand if people are if you're going to the game aren't you excited already you should be otherwise why are you going yeah i don't know go home yeah read a book i have no clue no clue and also the fact like my high school the ones who got people excited were not the cheerleaders it was the band the band played good songs that got people excited for the and the football team excited. Let me tell you about who got me excited about the football games. The fo- nobody, nobody, <laughs> the butts, the butts maybe, maybe, Perhaps. maybe. Why was I there? Butts. And usually it. it wasn't on the same team. It was the other team because those were team. new boys. Exactly, that I had new never butts. Seen before. I can see new butts there. Anyways, 
Um, so uh, after graduating, she attended California Polytechnic High State University. Oh, my God. Plot twist. Surprise, she's there. Um, where she majored in ornamental horticulture. How do you feel about that? Um, I actually did. I didn't get to get into that class, but there was an ornamental horticulture class at A and M that was like a. It was creating plants. Uh, it wasn't a major. <laughs> this is uh, a major. Uh, yeah, it was not a major, but because uh, in California they got nothing to do except can... make plants and hate Republicans. Yeah, those libs. You really get those libs. <laughs> and we're gonna make libtards cry this weekend. <laughs> So, At the Sunday, 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 we're gonna make libs cry. Monster truck, truck rally. <laughs> you can see us crush a car named AOC. It's a 1996 Honda <laughs> Civic that still works perfectly fine <laughs> because everyone did their oil changes on time, and it's specifically engineered for the environment. Crushing the millennials. <laughs> They part their hair on the sides <laughs> and wear skinny jeans still. So fuck them. <laughs> you want a trophy? We got a trophy. Get crushed. <laughs> Five dollars. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, during her time at the university, she would visit a local restaurant called Cafe Pacific or Pacific Cafe. Um, and this is the time where our two interests... All right. Uh, so Lacey made the first move. Uh, she sent Scott her phone number, and immediately after meeting him, she said, she was like, "Here's my number. In, take it." Um, she told. Wait, him, what year is this? Nineteen. Oh, is it nineteen ninety-eight or something? Mm, it's like nineteen ninety-four-ish. Okay. So phone, giving phone numbers is not that weird at this yeah. point. No. But it was a time where you were like, let me write it on this yes, back of napkin. napkin. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go. But apparently, it said that she sent it. I don't know how that happened. That's what I was like, airdropping my number <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> let me send you an instant message to your AOL account. Yeah. Well, AOL was late 90s, early 2000s, right? Somebody watch Friends and tell us how this happened. How did this happen in, 2000, in 1994? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, she told her mom at the time after she met him that this was the man she was going to marry. Um, Scott and Lacey began dating. Their first date was a deep sea fishing trip where Lacey was seasick the whole time. Um, as their relationship progressed and got more serious, Scott began to give up his dreams of becoming a pro golfer. Oh, no. Uh, Lacey and Scott dated for two years before deciding to finally move in together. Um, while Scott finished his senior year, Lacey took a job. Uh, at this time, their relationship, Scott began his infidelity. Oh, no. Although the woman was unknown, after Lacey's graduation, the two got married at Sycamore Mineral Springs Resort in San Luis Obispo, Obsibo. O-B-I-S-P-O. Obispo. Obispo. Um, called uh, on August 9th. 1997. Oh, oh my God. Getting married. That was three days after my birthday in 1997. Mm. It Insatiable. Was, but it was my third birthday. 
Oh, happy third birthday to Spencer. I'm only 26. Uh. Um, in 1998, Scott graduated and the two opened a sports bar in San Luis Obispo. Obispo. Um, <laughs> called The Shack. The Shack. Uh, business. Wait, is it going to be on uh, like Gordon Ramsay's like Hell's Kitchen? Like yeah, that's the next one. They same. were on Gordon Ramsay's. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, business was not great, but it did improve. They sold the bar in October of 2000. Oh, my God. Uh, bar rescue. Here we go. Uh, they moved to Modesto and purchased a three-bedroom, two-bath home in an upscale neighborhood near La Loma Park. Uh, I don't know in- anything about I California. Don't either. I don't care. <laughs> this is not the Localities of California podcast. Boo! Ooh, cheers to that. <laughs> So you know the localities? What the fuck? <laughs> How dare you? I only went for Alcatraz. Alcatraz. They have birds. Um, <laughs> so Lacey began a part-time job as a substitute teacher. Scott j- got a job with Trade Corp USA, uh, a fertilizer company. Uh, Scott made a decent salary in 2000 of $60,000. In California? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is not a lot for California. No. Even in 2000. It's not. No. It's like a middle class. Strictly lower middle class. Lower middle class. Yeah. But and also the substitute income too. So maybe 70000 How much do subs make in California? I think it's I like $15 a day. 15 I made $80 a day, girl. In shirts. In 2000 Oh, I don't know about 2000 I don't mm-hmm. know. $15 an hour, I probably meant. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, so in 2002, uh, she broke... What? She's cackling. What? $15 a day? What yeah. is this? $14.92. Third world country? Yeah. Anyways, in Soviet Russia... <laughs> you make $15 for In $15 for a day, you make lots of money to buy lots of Burshin beets. So family happy. You have turnip? You Maybe already have turnip. At end of day, you have enough money to buy wooden horse for kid. Make kid happy. Make it happy for day. school. May <laughs> not tell you about beatings and vodka. Vodka. Ooh, lots of money for vodka. Yes, that. Yeah, Majority yeah, of money. Yeah, 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 Press in. Press in. What's happening? Oh. <laughs> There's there movement. Oh, something more tantalizing. Will you make the rest of the bed, please? <laughs> Put it in work. I don't, don't want to get into an unmade bed. <laughs> no, I don't care about an unmade bed. I haven't put my mattress... Uh, pad on my bed yet or my sheets yet so I have to do that whenever I get to my house I with Bailey don't want to do that anywhere near bedtime ever no I have to do that tonight so I know but I was I waiting bad for you I was waiting for my bed to inflate because I put it together yesterday <gasps> is it a Casper mattress it's uh yes Purple? uh no no it's a um nectar it's a it, along the same lines yeah. where it's it, it, you have to thing. let it in expand exactly so 24 to 72 hours i'm like i don't have that time i don't i don't is it like an egg carton i mean egg carton like the purple ones are like it's like squares 
Oh, no, 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 no. I don't have that one. It's uh, the memory foam one instead. Oh. I get the memory foam. I was like, mm, I'm so excited. Uh, it's very large. Uh, harder than you think. When it's cold, uh, yeah. Well, ours is like a like a, a, a old-fashioned memory foam. Yeah. Well, Savannah's is like yours. We're old-fashioned memory foam. And uh, during the uh, snow apocalypse of, of uh, Texas, they're her bed was full ass frozen. So whenever she asked me to come into her bedroom to watch the fire that was burning house down down the street from us. Uh, Why don't you just start a fire in the room? I could have done that. Uh, I sat on her bed and I was like, this is, <laughs> why is your bed a rock? It's literally a rock. She, she goes, it's frozen. I was like, your bed is frozen. She's like, yes, it's full ass frozen. She's like, I saw it on Twitter that other people's beds were frozen. Memory phone, Freezes. Let me tell you about explaining to a AC technician that my bed, my house was frozen. I was like, it was 19 degrees outside and it was 49 degrees in here. They were like, yeah, but the room takes a while to heat up. And I was like, well, we did heated he not it up live- for the whole day and it was 65 degrees. Did he not live in Houston during this? Yes, Where- he did. So did he just miss two weeks ago? And I was like, go back up. <laughs> And do it again. I will tell you this is wrong. Do you see that your spikes? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look at them. <laughs> you can see that it was very loud. <laughs> so loud it was not appropriate. Anyway. I'm sorry that you guys had to listen to that, but you can hear it. <laughs> As opposed to this. Hello. Anyways. So in 2002, she broke the news that she was pregnant. Ooh. Pragnant. Pragnante. Uh, wait, wait, what did uh, 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 Denali say? Pregnante. Pregnante. I'm pregnante. Prangent. Prangent. Uh, her baby was due in early of 2003. Mm. Wait, why is My she first famous year now? Of why is she breaking the news? Just, wait. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, in November of 2003, Scott was introduced by a friend to Amber Frey. A massage therapist. Scott told the woman that he was a widow. And the two began a relationship. On December 23rd, 2002, at 5.45 p.m., Lacey and Scott went to Scott's stepsister, Amy's workplace. uh, Salon Salon. Where Amy cut Scott's hair, as she did each month. As they spoke, Amy and Scott's... uh, Amy said to Scott, uh, Can you pick up my a fruit basket that I ordered uh, for their grandfather as a Christmas gift for the next day because he would be playing golf at a uh, course nearby. Prosecutors say that Scott also told other people that he would play golf on Christmas Eve. Uh, Her mother, Sharon, spoke with Lacey on the telephone at 8.30 p.m. that evening. We're getting into it. Juicy. Juicy, Juicy, baby. Scott later told police that he saw his wife at about 9:30 a.m. on December 24th when he left to go pick up the fishing uh, when he left to go fishing at the Berkeley Marina. He said Lacey was watching a cook television show, preparing to mop the floor, bake cookies, and walk the family dog in a nearby park. Aww, oh my god, little... you're sending your preg- eight-month pregnant wife to do all of these tasks. Yeah, I'm so fucking. Um, at the time of her disappearance, Lacey was eight and a half months pregnant. 
Uh, later that morning, she's literally has a fucking pop, and you're just gonna like, like, oh this. yeah, mopping, mopping. Uh, here I got this, and I got. I'm gonna walk the dog to <laughs> Jesus Christ. Literally. You want another one? Do you? I don't think I need one. Okay. Another one. I mean, it, maybe later. We'll see. Okay. We're gonna watch Drag Race UK after this. Uh, if there's enough time, I have to I wake up at six a.m. Oh yeah, I do too. I need to be in bed by midnight. Noon. You started. You started to say noon. Don't even noon at night. What is it? Okay, okay. We can we can probably do that. Yeah, we'll see. So go do that. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Later that morning, Karen Service, a neighbor of the Petersons, stated that around ten thirty a.m., she found the Petersons' dog a golden retriever named Mackenzie alone outside the house and returned to the Peterson's backyard. Uh, another neighbor named Mike Chiavetta said he saw Mackenzie um, at about 10.45 a.m. as he played catch with his own dog. The Modesto Bee also reported that an unnamed female neighbor who found the dog with a muddy leash wandering around the neighborhood. Um, the neighbor put the dog in the Peterson's backyard, not observing anything that was out of place. Scott said that he returned to the home that afternoon to find that the house was empty. Oh? What? The, the house is empty. The house is empty. Uh, Scott told Lacey's mother that he found Mackenzie in their backyard and thought that... Uh, so dogs in the backyard, house is empty. House is empty, dogs After in the, the dog was caught running around the neighborhood. Yes. Okay. Um, a, he told the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law said that she... He told her that and that... He lied because he never told her. Wait, that. who 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 lied? Scott. Oh. Um. It, her Land Rover was in the driveway. And he showered and washed his clothes because he said he got them wet from fishing. According to ABC News, Scott reported that Lacey was missing from their home. Uh, however, the New York Post reported that when Lacey was still not returned home by five fifteen p.m. Then he called his mother-in-law. After all that time? A half an hour later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lacey's stepfather, Ron Gran- Gransky, called the police, um, and the Modesto Beat attributes the first call of the police to Gransky. To the guy who to showed up? To the stepfather. Okay. So he said he called the police, the told the mother of... he called his police, but the first recorded police by the local newspaper was from the stepfather. And there's no other recording? No. Bitch. Mm -hmm. Um, After police arrived at the Peterson home, Lacey's keys and wallets and sunglasses were found in her purse in a closet at the home on the evening of December 24th. In the dining room, a table was meticulously set for a dinner following day. Uh, One detective found a phone book on the kitchen counter open to a full page of defense lawyers. So he was prepared, like, circling... Things Not or circling, just open, open to look yeah, to okay. it. Yeah. Um, Scott was reported to be completely calm. Modesto Police uh, Detective John Bueller and Alan Bronchini. Hold on. This is very small. Why did I make it this small? Because I was trying to read and post yes, at please. the same time. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Bronchini. Oh, thank you, Poopy. Thank you so much. As he backs away slowly. <laughs> um, 
So they questioned Peter uh, Scott Peterson that evening. Although Scott initially said that he had spent the day golfing, he later told the police that he had also gone to fish for sturgeon at the Berkeley Marina. At 2.15, he left a message for Lacey stating, quote, Hey, beautiful, it's 12, it's 2.15, I'm leaving Berkeley. Scott stated, After this shit has already happened. Hmm. Uh, Scott stated that he went fishing for about nine, uh, about 90 miles from the couple's home. Detectives immediately launched a search, but were surprised by Scott Peterson's behavior. They, uh, they told ABC News, quote, I suspected Scott when I first met him. I didn't, didn't mean he did it, but little was known. A li- I was a little bit thrown off by his calm, cool demeanor and his lack of questioning. He wasn't like, will you call me back? Will I have one of your cards? What are you guys doing now? If you're alarmed, if you're scared of something that you love or something like that is just gone, you would be, you should be frantic. Your nor- wife. A nor- yeah. It, your I mean, wife, the mother of your child that I'm, is yes, about to be born. Valid. But uh, personally, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience. If, if like, if you disappeared uh, I know Thomas would be frantic, but also like I would be like, "Where the fuck is my best friend?" Please like, don't do that. I okay. don't. I don't ever want that. So then I'll say Savannah said it. Savannah disappeared. Yeah. Thanks. And then I'd be frantic and trying to figure out something like, "Where the fuck? What's happening here?" You know. Um, my friends, I care about my friends, uh, regardless. But also, like, if if Thomas disappeared, what would you not be doing this? You'd be beating my head against the wall. Oh, okay. Uh, you wouldn't be calling and freaking out. Both. Oh, okay. Well, you can do both. They'd be like, sir, can you stop beating your head against the wall? Because no! <laughs> Absolutely not! We need not. to know where your husband is. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Here, here he is. This is my... He's, he's here. What's in your hand? What is that? What is it? Oh, oh I do want that. Thank you. No, thank you. Appreciate the cheese. <laughs> talk about something. Oh, I'm eating cheese. I mean, oh, talk about something. Uh, Thomas brought us brought us cheese, and uh, he's just uh, me. I'm not you. Not just you, mm-hmm. uh, because I I turned down cheese because I'm no, a depressing cheese. person. Uh, I turned it down just one time. This one time. Oh my god. Uh, but- Anyways. Um- <laughs> You're back into it. So, Modisto police and firefighters carried out a massive search along Dry Creek the day after Lacey's appearance. Wait, why did they choose Dry Creek? Did I miss something? That's... Why is Dry Creek important? I guess it's a creek near along where Near their house? Been. Okay, okay. It, it, it didn't make... It was not explicit of okay, why that's that's important. fine. That's fine. Um, I just want to know, like, if that was, like, a, a thing that I'd missed somehow. I just scrolled way down. Get it. Mm. Uh, the search came to include helicopters and searchlights, police mounted horseback and bicycle, canine Jesus. units, everything, water re- rescue units on rafts. Total of see, this is the thing: it's like a white person goes missing and dies. Mm-hmm. They're like, get helicopters, horses, rafts, everything. Just get them. Get just go. A black person dies, and they're like, well. Maybe they ran away. What happened here? Like, what Black the fuck? Black person goes missing. Did you ever think that they maybe didn't want to be found? Exactly. Like, fuck this bullshit. I, I hate racism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I Some know. people don't, that but was, we do. That was loud. But it's fine. What? We all, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, we all, we all. Yeah. So all. she had a total of 30 officers involved looking for her as well as her loved ones. Uh, they posted flyers to aware, raise awareness of her disappearance. Uh, press conferences, Al Bronchini said that the police did not believe that Lacey decided to leave on her own. Uh, they did not think it was complete. They thought it was completely out of character for her. The initial search uh, and vigil were later organized by the immediate family. Uh, in the first two days, up to 900 people were looking for Lacey. Um, as officials, people that were living in the community, um, her family. That's wild. Uh, I hope to never. And that's ha- before media coverage. I hope to never have that many people looking for me when I die. I want like two. Uh, I'd I'd probably guess my estimate would probably be about fifteen. Like that's that's my like. I like I feel like I've touched a lot of lives, but n- not in a way that they'd like. Oh, let me look for his body. This is be me. <laughs> is there? Well, he's not under there. <laughs> he's not underneath my furniture in my house, so. That's Guess not weird. Guess should call it off. <laughs> I, I did so much for searching for him. He probably got eaten by raccoons. He's He's gone. Oh, no. Did you hear there was a new Hillary Duff music video? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> no, I would look. Oh, I would look. I would I look would pretty look I would look bit. hard. I'd be like. Wait, is he, he at the Seven Eleven where I normally get Green Red Bull? He that, didn't. He didn't show up for my podcast this week. Where the fuck is this bitch? Let me go to his house. Hi, Savannah. Have you seen Chris? Nope. No. And she's well, like in tears. Chris is gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's like. Okay, this is hold the best on. I can do. <laughs> hold on, Savannah. Calm down. Calm down. Chris is gone. I don't know where he's at. He hasn't, he's come back in days, and Bailey's crying. Blah blah. Not looking uh, at her at all. Kind of looking behind her. See the kitchen. Uh, are those hot Cheetos on is your that, counter? Can, can, I ask, can I have those chalkies? Is it? Oh, Chris. Who? Who? What happened? Is that a pool in the backyard? <laughs> Listen, can it's we go kinda, swimming? It's like eighty degrees. It's kind of hot. Can I? Maybe he's at the bottom. I'll go check. Should, I'll just look back there. See what's happening. Um. So. Yes. Precisely. 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 Um, so it did eventually attract nationwide media interest. And I think I remember hearing about it as a I kid remember on the it, TV. Yeah. Um, so a two thousand twenty five thousand reward dollar reward was offered, later increased to twenty five hundred thousand, uh, finally to five hundred thousand oh uh, for any information leading to Lacey's safe return. Um, blue and rally- yellow ribbons were posted all around posters were put up flyers were circulated and the original basic version of LaceyPeterson.com website was launched by her husband uh, oh, launched website by, no yeah launched by one of the friends of her husband's friends friends of her husband's friends you're friends of too friends. busy to be setting up a website right now yeah but it is 2000 and they're like websites are so great hyper what is it hyper hyperlinks no, hypertextual texts. Do they send text back then? No. What does HTTPS stand for? I don't remember. CSS. Cascading setup sites. Setup such with an S. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, CSS. Cascading oh, setup Oh, I thought you said CCS. Sorry. No. I swear you said CCS. Fuck My you. bad. 
Fuck Whatever. You. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, over 1,500 volunteers signed up to distribute information about her search. Um, here's where it gets interesting. Ooh. This has been interesting, girl. On April 13th, 2003, a couple walking their dog found the decomposing but well-preserved body of a late-term male fetus in a marshy area of the San Francisco Bay Shore in Richmond Point Isabel Regional Shoreline Park. Wait, they just found the fetus, not fetus. the... Fetus. Oh! North of Berkeley. Its umbilical cord was still attached, appearing to have been torn off, not cut or clamped, as is the normal practice after birth. Although a judge sealed the autopsy results, an anonymous AP source revealed that one and a half loops of nylon tape were found around the fetus's neck, and a significant cut was found on the fetus's body. One day later, a passerby found the body of a recently pregnant woman wearing beige pants and a maternity bra washed off on the eastern rocky shoreline of the Bay of San Francisco. One mile away from where the body's baby was, uh, the baby's body was found. The corpse was decomposed to the point of being almost unrecognizable as a human body. The woman had been decapitated. Her limbs were missing, including most of her legs. On April 18th, 2003, the day, uh, results of a DNS, DNA test verified that they were the bodies of Lacey and her unborn son. Uh, the autopsies of both bodies were performed by forensic pathologist Dr. Brian Peterson, not related. Uh, according to the autopsy, Connor's skin was not decomposed, though the right side of his body was mutilated, and the placenta and umbilical cord were not found with the body. Lacey's cervix was intact. The exact date and cause of Lady's de Lacey's death were never determined. Wait. All those things you just said... Someone cut that baby out of her body? I think it was delivered. But the umbilical cord was still attached to to the placenta. But the placenta was not found. Not the placenta. The, the umbilical, umbilical cord is attached to the baby itself. Yes. So placenta is like, not found. But like when the baby is delivered, they cut it like at the 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 belly button. Essentially, that's your belly button yeah. is your umbilical cord. Yeah, and it was torn off. You said it was. Oh, it was torn off. Yeah. So it was ripped out of a dead body. I'm not sure. I think that. So, so uh, she had suffered two cracked ribs and could not determine except for the uterus, which protected the fetus. And explained the lower level of de decomposition and experienced that the fetus had been expelled from Lacey's decaying body. Although so she he, had birth, she gave birth while she was dying. Although it could not have been determined whether the fetus had been born alive or dead. That is upsetting. Yeah. So the food, there was no food in the fetus's stomach, which could have indicated that it was not a live birth. Um, the doctor had observed that the testimony was contradictory at times, though he stated that no cause of death could be determined for Lacey or Connor. He also said it was that her death that caused, it was her death that caused Connor's death. He was still in, in utero. 
when so she was killed. So when she died, the baby was still Dead. yeah. She the and baby then the died. The baby was removed. Was born. Was born in yeah. her dead body. Yes. That's stupid. What's that? Oh, I said chicken. <laughs> Granola. <laughs> I saw this woman trying to make flour-based chicken tenders for her husband. What is flour? Bread. You just she made bread. You you can just bread your chicken tenders. Why is that difficult? I've done that. I've done that to fish. I've done that to to chicken. Done it to mate. What like, mate? Mate. Mate. M a t e. Yes, meat. What's that? Meat. What? Beef. Oh, meat. Meat. What are you saying? <laughs> what am I saying? Mate. Mate. M a t e. Meat. Like an Australian. Meat. Miss mate. Mate. Meat. Anyways. <laughs> um, what did I say wrong? Everything. Oh, boy. So, Peterson was arrested on April 18th, 2003. She's dead. In Oh, Scott. Sorry. Yeah. Lajala. I was like, I was like what? Lajala. Lajala. Uh, in the parking lot of Torrey Pines Golf Course, where he was meeting his father, brother, and Zach O'Regan. Why would it be O'Regan? Uh, Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> Oregan. Oregano. Oregano. Um, for a game of golf at his time he's of, italian oregano hang <laughs> the time of his arrest he was in the possession of a lot of non-golf specific items like fifteen thousand dollars in cash four cell phones multiple credit cards belonging to various members of his family an array of camping equipment including knives implements of warming food tents tarpaulins and a water purifier dozen pair of shoes, several changing of clothes, a T-handled double-edged dagger, a MapQuest map to Frey's workplace, uh, his sister-in-law, printed the previous day, a shovel, rope, uh, 24 blister packs of sleeping pills, Viagra, and his brother's driver's license. So, a way to get the fuck out and also, live in the woods forever. Also potentially kill himself. Yeah. Wow. Should I go on? Yo, keep going. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm listening. So it, he had also dyed his hair <laughs> to blonde, claiming that... Um, but hold on. Let me go golfing first. Yeah. And and he said, wait, 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 wait. Mama, this hair? This hair? No, no. Honey. I went to a pool. It was dyed by chlorine. Um, the pool owner of the friend's pool that he said he dyed his hair at uh, said that he had never been in this pool that or also, uses hot tub ever your your hair doesn't die by chlorine like immediately in, immediately first of all and also it doesn't my hair is very thin oh it's so thin i mean i have thin ass hair it doesn't die by chlorine jesus do you have hair i barely but it doesn't die by chlorine like that wait Oh uh, so prior to his arraignment, uh, Peterson had been represented by a veteran criminal defense attorney from Modesto, Kirk McAllister. Oh, Kirk. Kirk. Hey. 
McAllister had met with Peterson prior to Peterson's arraignment. When Peterson was arraigned, he told Judge Nancy Ashley that he could not afford the services of a private attorney. <laughs> you had $15,000 of cash in your pocket. So Where the fuck did this come from? Defender. Oh, my God. Uh, Kent Faulkner was also one of the attorneys assigned to the case. Subsequently, Peterson indicated that he had sufficient funds to hire private counsel, <laughs> Mark Gray. Garagos, who had done other high-profile criminal defense work. Somebody trying to get a name out of this. Yeah. Uh, January 20th, 2004, due to uh, increasing hostility to Peterson from the Modesto area, judges moved the Peterson trial to, from Modesto to Redwood City. Um, during the trial that began in June of 2004, uh, it was followed very closely by the media uh, the lead prosecutor was Rick DeStasso. Oh, Rick. And Gregeros led Peterson's defense. Prosecution witness Amber Frey. Oh. His massage his, therapist. Yes. Uh, engaged her own attorney, Gloria Allred, to protect her own identity from Gloria. the news media. How dare you? Allred was not bound by the gag order imposed by everyone else in the trial, although she maintained that her client had no opinion on as to whether Peterson was guilty or not. Allred was openly sympathetic to the prosecution. She appeared frequently on television news programs during the trial. She also played a key role in keeping many facts about her client's past from the public eye. So she was all about this uh, massage therapist that was a part of Peterson's Live Scott Peterson's life that he was just friends with. He's just friends with. Fucking. He is fucking massaging to uh, completion situation mm -hmm. yes, here. Yes, okay? yes, yes. Um, so Peterson's defense lawyers based his case on the lack of direct evidence, downplaying the significance of circumstantial evidence. What? I had fifteen thousand dollars in a tent had, and some tarps and, and some lots sleeping pills. of pills and, and lots a, of things. I could heat my food and I was not going to go live in the I woods. Was not Who would do that? Who would disappear after a golf game? Why is it so weird? Exactly. Why are you yelling at me? Stop I don't, it! I don't understand. Uh, so they suggested. That so Spencer, this is where I tell you that I have a, a tent in my car. I have uh, lots of Viagra and uh, also uh, Vicodin. Um, and I'm just going to disappear for some time. Is that sounds great? Would you like to leave now? Hello, nine one. I mean, sorry. What? Hello. What? Uh, I was going to call I'm somebody. Just, one I'm of my friends. Just a weird person. Regina down at the nine one one. You can call. What's her name? Tamantha down there. Tom? La Jessica. La Jessica. <laughs> Your best friend down there. That's a Republican. Mm -hmm. La Jessica. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's spoopy's friend now oh she's your best friend it's fine spoopy mm -mm. that's mm -mm. his friend mm. um so they suggest that the reins of the fetus were that of a full-term infant and theorized that someone had kidnapped lacy and held her until she gave birth, and then killed them both. No, I think this is very likely. Yeah, let me just hold on this pregnant lady. No. All right, ma'am, have your baby, and then afterwards we're gonna kill you both. We're gonna kill you both. It's fine. Absolutely not. Yeah. So I think she had the baby as a trauma thing when she landed in the water and was dying. Her body was like, get rid of this child inside of me, and the baby died as well. And then he ripped it off. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so they would never, they the prosecution never was able to prove that the baby had uh, not grown to full term and died at the same time of his mother. Um, Gregoras suggested that a satanic cult kidnapped the, pretan uh, the pregnant woman um, and then killed her. Also claimed that Peterson was a cad for cheating on his pregnant wife, but not a murderer. Sure. Oh, he cheated he's on her, a but... bad guy because he cheated on his wife, but he's not a murderer. He didn't kill her. Okay, girl. What the fuck? <laughs> he didn't throw her into the fucking bay. Like, no big deal. But also, who... Oh, is this San Francisco? They... Oh. Also, it's the early 2000s after this whole satanic cult, all this bullshit. I mean, we had Heaven's Gate. We had all the the crazy mansons like from the 80s through the 90s and to early 2000s all satanic cults everywhere in california and also everywhere like everything's satanic everything's crazy everything's wild uh so they're just like yeah satan did it probably satan satan did it, it was, meanwhile it satan's like guys stop stop i don't I, I don't have that much power. Like, I'm not sit interested down. in that. I just want to see you drinking blood. S Satan's sitting here just, like, reading a book, and, like, more people keep showing up, and he's like, girl, what did you do? And he's like, they're like, oh, I did this. Like, you did that. He's I like, I didn't even do that. Listen, guys, this is just a haven for the gays. They come down here, and it's like Fire Island all the time. Even the Church of Satan is, is purer than fucking the Bible sometimes. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Jesus! Uh, early in the trial, one jury was removed to uh, being in misconduct and was replaced by alternate um, and complained on court TV. Uh, a videotape showed the juror and Brent Roca, Lacey Peterson's older brother, speaking as they passed one another in the courthouse. Later, jury deliberations, uh, the jury foreman, uh, Gregory Jackson also requested his own removal, most likely because his fellow jurors wanted to replace him anyway. They were like, he was like, I don't want to be here. They don't like me, so fuck you. So they it just cycled out. Yeah. Uh, Gregoros, Jerigo, whatever, <laughs> told reporters that Jackson had mentioned threats that he had received when he was requested to be removed from the jury. Jackson was also replaced by an alternate. On November 12th, the reconstituted jury convicted Peterson of first-degree murder with special circumstances for killing Lacer Peterson and her second-degree murder for killing the unborn baby that she carried. The penalty phase of the trial began on November 30th and concluded on December 13th at 1.50 p.m. A 12-person jury recommended a death sentence. Yes. Uh, later press appearances, the members of the jury stated that they felt that Peterson's demeanor, specifically his lack of emotion in the phone calls to Amber Frey in the days following uh, Lacey's disappearance, indicated that he was definitely guilty. Based on their verdict, quote, hundreds of small puzzle pieces of circumstantial evidence that came out during the trial from the location of Lacey Peterson's body to the myriad of lies her husband told after her disappearance, um, they decided that the death penalty because they felt that Peterson betrayed his responsibility to protect his wife and his son. March 16th, 2005, Judge Alfred A. DeLuke formally sentenced Scott Peterson to death, calling the murder of his wife cruel, uncaring, heartless, and callous. Uh, the prescribed method of execution was lethal injection. He also denied the defense's request for a new trial, which was based on the evidence of juror misconduct and media influence. 
and he ordered Peterson to pay $10,000 towards his wife's funeral. Early mornings of 17th of he March. He had $50,000 in his fucking pocket. He couldn't afford her fucking funeral. Hey. Jesus. March 17th, 2005, Scott Peterson went to San Quentin State Prison, San Quentin, which overlooks the bay of where Lacey's body was discarded and houses the men's death. <laughs> About 20 miles That's north. a big fuck you. He can watch where you fucking dump the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And he's still there. Good. I think it was him. Oh, it was definitely him. Yeah. There's no. He had everything in his pocket ready to go. Like, uh, I'm gonna disappear. If I need to disappear, I can. But yeah. also, I'm gonna go play golf real fast. Just, they were like, like "You did fast. it!" And he like pulled a Uno reverse card out of his back. Pocket. Reverse, like, reverse. No, you did it. And they're like, "Uh." I'm like, "Do you know no. how criminal justice works?" Also, you killed her, and um. Here are the evidence for all the things against you. So, um, let's go ahead and talk about this prison sentence. No? No? Just me? Um, yeah, no, he definitely did that. That's fucking wild. I remember hearing about the Lacey and Scott Peterson things. I don't, I don't ever remember actually, like, looking into them. Because I told you, I, this podcast started because I don't look at any of these scary things. Um, and here we are, hmm. 94 weeks later, and I'm still here. Ready to talk about more things. I, I was supposed to be fired after week six. You are. And I'm still here. You just like show up and I'm like, Please gotta leave. make him think that he's still doing you something. You even changed addresses and I still found you. Yeah. My biggest mistake was telling you this address. <laughs> Oh, whops. She got me, gal. Big mistake. I showed up and I was like, oh, let's do more progress. Like, please leave my house. Oh, no, I think we should do more progress. No. Get out. In all honesty, it does provide me with a lot of time to play Oregon Trail yeah. on the computer walls. People think I'm working. There you go. There you go. So. Well, you think that you're you're doing something. You think you're doing something important. Other people think you're doing something important. You look like you're clicking around and it's. It's uh, it's really just uh, Oregon Oregon Trail. Yeah, yeah, dysentery. What? Well, well, who who died? Who died? Uh, well, it's my turn. You ready? Uh huh. Um, so actually, before we started, I actually want to talk about something. A tangent that's not written about, but also I want to scare you. Um, Bathra. Uh no. Uh, Western United States is under a tsunami warning. You know why? Because of the one in um, New Zealand, yeah, yeah. There's a, a, a. I woke up this morning just seeing weather alerts. They were like, "We just had a thing, uh, a, a earthquake." There was a powerful earth, earthquake that happened off the. Ca- you guys are not gonna. You're gonna. You guys are gonna hear this uh, four days from now. So nothing. None of this will matter if you're listening from the West Coast because this will. Already- <laughs> Remember when you were scared three days ago? <laughs> this will already have happened. But um, according to uh, weatherchannel.com uh, the tsunami was supposed to reach Hawaii uh, a potential tsunami if there was a tsunami was supposed to reach Hawaii around 4 o'clock their time uh, which would be five, 9 9 so it would have been would have happened an hour ago at this point uh, hour, hour and a half ago 
Um, wow. So it was a 7, 7.2 earthquake, I believe. Uh, so they were worried about tsunamis across the Pacific Ocean. So I just wanted to throw that out there because you were alarmed by tsunamis last last time we talked about them. So uh, tsunamis are crazy. Earthquakes are crazy. See, the alerts that scare me now are like Amber Alert. And I'm like, Boo! children. Before I'd have been like. Oh, stupid. <laughs> Children. Uh, I got one today. I was like, college station. I'm like, how am I going to help those? Uh, it's a, well, it would be like, and I'm like, <gasps> and it's like, Victoria. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I'm not here. Yeah. Who? Who, who, who is anyone it? named Victoria? I don't know anything. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to start the podcast just by talking about that, just to scare you, like just get get you in the mood to be scared. Is it something scientifical? Yes. Uh, oh, I don't want to hear it. Then. So I'm gonna talk about. No, it's not scientific. It's cryptids. You like you you hate cryptids because you're just like I don't believe in any of them. I don't believe in any of them, but I like the story. Yes. So I'm gonna talk about cryptids. I have Yay! three three cryptids that I like to touch on. Uh, the first one I'm gonna talk about is uh, Olgi Koroki. Uh, he is also known as Mongolian deathworm. It's a creature alleged to exist in the Gobi Desert in Mongolia. The Olgi love Mongolia. <laughs> Mongolia in the wintertime, honey, you'll never find a better yurt. Also, <laughs> also, I'm kind of terrified of Mongolia, like across the board. Because of Genghis Khan. Just yes, but also it happened 700 years ago. So I'm it not, is still scary though. Yes, but also, are you uh, related? Yeah, a little bit. You see Woo. it? You see the resemblance? I did get an update from Family Tree DNA that was like, you're not Jewish anymore. But I didn't look at it, so I'm still Jewish. <laughs> you believe that you're still Jewish? How, like, do you, how do you know that you didn't, how do you know that you're not Jewish anymore? They were like, you're not part of our company. Goodbye. They were like, you're like 70% Irish now. And I was like, no. Mm, mm, am I? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want. I'm still Jewish. It's fine. <laughs> I'm Jewish. <laughs> Anyways, happy Hanukkah, everyone. <laughs> I'm Tammy Brown now. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. <laughs> happy Hanukkah. Okay. Uh, I saw a TikTok from her recently where she was just like. She's like, you guys want to hear about the time I saw a dead body? <laughs> no, it was a pig one. Did you see that one? She's no. like. It was some weird shit. She's like, yeah, so it was like... You said cake. Tammy Brown. What's not weird about it's that valid, already? Valid, 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 valid. Uh, anyways, continuing. Um, the Olgi Kiyoki. Olgi Kor Kiyoki. Yeah, there we go. Olgi Kiyoki. Kor, Kor Kiyoki. Literally translates to a large intestine worm. Uh, which does resemble this strange tapeworm thing that is that I'm going to talk about. Uh, it's a... We'll talk about it in a second. Uh, so the, cre the creature first came into Western attention at a uh, result of Roy Chapman Andrews' 1926 book on the trail of ancient man. Uh, he Oregon is Trail? Exactly. Uh, Baff Brock. Baff Baff Brock. Baff Baff Brock. Uh, he's an American paleontologist that described the secondhand tales of the monster that he heard at a gathering of Mongolian officials. Quote is saying none of these, sorry, none of those present ever had seen the creature, but they all firmly believe that its existence described is minutely. What? 
No. It believed in its... It's minutely. Minutely. There you go. Uh, they saw it briefly, but it exists. Um, it's described as a four-foot-long subterranean cryptid that is more like a giant earthworm than a parasitic tapeworm. The Algoi Korkioki cor- uh apparently lives beneath the sands of the southern Gobi Desert, uh, only coming up to the surface in the warmer summer months or when the ground becomes too wet to survive. Sightings of the worm dates back several centuries amongst the native Mongolians, many of whom claim the Olgi Kyoki is able to spit venom and even acid from its mouth, while its body is apparently coated in such toxic slime that anyone who appears uh, happens to touch it will be instantly killed. I think that someone got bit while they were trying to kill this snake and they died. And they were like, nah, they, I touched it. I grabbed it and they just got poison all over me and I died. Yeah. yeah I th- no, that doesn't happen. I think it's a lot of stories. Uh, so in the book of on the trail of ancient man, a Mongolian prime minister at the time, a high up in Mongolia at the time, uh, this is like 1930s. Um, was described it as uh, it shaped. It is shaped like a sausage, about two feet long. Uh, it has no head nor leg, and is so poisonous that a mer- merely a touch it means that instant death. It lives in the most desolate parts of the Gobi Desert. So, in 1932, Andrews published this information again in his new book. The New Conquest of Central Asia, adding, it is reported to live in the most arid, sandy regions of the Gobi Desert. Andrews, however, however, did believe the creature, did not believe the creature's existence. In the 1990s and in 1992, a explorer named Ivan Macklerly, Macklerly, how does it spell? M-A-C-K-L-E-R-L-E. Macklerly. Macklerly. LOL. Macklerly? Macklerly. McCarroll? McCarroll. Macklerly. There's two L's. Spell it again. M A C K L E R L E. Macklerly. McClarrell. McClarrell. Macklerly. McClarrell. Anyways, um, Ivan <laughs> led. Whatever. Yeah. Let small groups of companions into the Gobi Desert to search for the worm. This is in the 90s. Is the Joby Desert? Joby? Gobi? Joby? It's Gobi. I thought it was Gobi. It is Girl, Gobi. don't tease me. Um, so inspired by Frank Hebert's novel Dune, in which giant fictional sandworms could be bo- brought to the surface by rhythmic thumping, Macklerly uh, constructed the motor-driven thumper and even used small explosions to try and find it. Uh he did. He was not su- successful. In 2005, zoological journalist Richard Freeman of the Center for Fortean Zoology mounted an expedition to hunt for the death uh, for the death worm, but came up empty-handed. Freeman's conclusion was that the tales of the worm's power- powers were doubtful yet widely accepted. So they were like, "Yeah, it probably existed in their minds, but it didn't actually exist." Uh, they also reported sightings that likely involved an unknown species of worm lizard. A reality television series called Destination Truth conducted an expedition uh, from 2006 to 2007 to try and find the death worm. They were unsuccessful. 
uh, a New Zealand television entertainment reporter, David Farrier of TV3 News, took part of an expedition in August of 2009, but came up empty-handed as well. He conducted interviews with locals claiming to have seen the death worm and mentioned on his website that sightings peaked in the 1950s. Uh, I did not find any mention of any of those peaks. There was nothing. Um, a, specimen, a specimen of tartar sand boa was shown to locals who claimed to have seen the Ogikyoki, uh, and they confirmed that this was the animal they called the Ogikyoki. So it was a boa that bit people and killed people. They were like, this snake is killing everyone. I mean, if you tell me that a snake's killing a lot of people, I'm going to believe you. In the 1400s, if you're walking around, or even before that, that is just biting people, and like, oh, that's a crazy thing that's out there in the desert. The big ass snake. I'd be like, better stay away from that big There's ass a snake. fucking death worm that comes out of the sand that's eating everyone. They got him. They're spitting venom and poisoning, and you touch him, you're going to die. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe that. So that's one cryptid. Uh, you want to move on to the next one? I would also like to know um, why. No, it's more of a comment. I don't like snakes or worms. So you would have gone to town on that one. You'd be like, no, no, there's definitely a, a weird sandworm out there that's destroying everything. I would have gone for like more of a like a like a. Um, ghost. Okay. Like a sandwich. Okay. Not, I feel like that's not kind a sandwich, of... but like a, a witch that lives in the sand. Oh, but also I could go for a sandwich right now. Sandwich, sandwich is not terrible. You want apples? No, I'm okay with apples. They have lime on them. They taste different than normal, but it's you in have, a good way. You have lime on them. Mm-hmm. Does it taste like a gin and tonic? Like Let me give apple? you one. Let me give you one. Oak? Okay. Let me give you one. Okay. All right. Okay. This is a thin one. This, so is, be this, this has eat. become a food credit yeah. podcast now. Taste that. Do it. Because it's like sour at first, but then it's super sweet. It tastes like lime juice. As we're just eating on this podcast. Anyways, how did you feel about Mrs. Alexander's class? She taught how to say the word, the word queen. Wow. Today. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Everyone's like munching. <laughs> anyway, we got to use the computers today during recess, mm. and it was amazing. Well, also, remember the time at recess that I kicked the ball, and like it went like really far? Oh, yeah. It went um, that was really Johnson's good. Johnson's yard. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Anyways. It's wild. You still in class? Yeah. I think the recess just got called. Do you want to go back to the... To How like, many conduct points do you have? I have very little. I'm, I'm in trouble. All the time. Oh, shit. You won't get to... <gasps> oh. I'm not going to get to go to recess. I'm not, I'm not supposed to be... <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, my next topic is the... Ooh, I, I practice this. Come on. A, a Koro Kamui. Kamui. Kurokami. A, a Koru Kamui. A, a Koru Kamui. Uh, they are a giant octopus like monster from the Ainui cult- culture, uh, uh, e- equivalent to the 
Nordic Kraken, essentially. It's a giant octopus. Um, supposedly looks, lurks in the Uchiria. No. Uchira. Uchira. There we go. Uchira Bay in Hodaiko. Um, there's numerous sightings of the creature that has been yeah, made. Definitely in Japan. Yeah. Uh, there's numerous sightings of the creature that have been made over the years. A British missionary named John Batchelor. Uh, who was working on the Hadaiku, uh, working on Hadaiku in the early 1900s, recorded one such sighting in his book, The Anayu and Their Folklore, uh, writing that a giant great sea monster with large staring eyes had attacked three local fishermen on their boat. The monster was round in shape and emitted such a dark, fluid, and noxious odor the three men fled in dismay, not not so much indeed for fear, they say, but on account of the dreadful smell. However, they may have been, however that, however that may have been, they were so scared that the next morning they, the three of them refused to get up and eat. They were lying on their beds, pale and trembling. So they're little pansies. Oh, I saw octopus. Anyways, the Anui uh, people reference this monster as a, a permeated in the I'm sorry, the Anui people with their love for this monster is basically like permeated into Shinto, which is a religion in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, and incorporated the Aku, oh god, Akoro Kamui as a minor kami, which is like a spirit in Japan. Uh, the self purification practices of the Akoro Kamui uh, are often strictly followed. While the Akorakumui are often presented as a benevolent kami with powers to heal and bestow knowledge, it is fickle that it is fickle and has propensity to do harm as well. The Akorakumui has a nature as an octopus, which means that it is persistent and it is near impossible to escape its grasp without permission. The Akorakumui enjoys the sea and offerings which reflect this. They love crab, they love fish, live mollusks, and all the like. Our favorites of the Akakumui, uh, Akorokumui, which give back which what it gives. Homage to the Akorokumui is often for ailments of the limbs or skin, but mental purification and spiritual release is particularly important. The Akorokumui is characteristically described uh, with the ability to self-amputate, like many octopus species, and regenerate its limbs. So the characteristics manifest itself into the Shinto belief that the Akorokumui has healing powers. Consequently, it is believed that among followers that giving offerings to Akorokumui will heal ailments to the body, in particular, disfigurements of broken limbs. So basically, whenever someone breaks their body, they're like, let's go all the way to the fucking northern province of Japan and just throw them in the sea. Throw whatever we can into the sea and say, fix my broken arm. Let's go. So, and also I find that like really interesting going like living on an island or islands like Japan and hearing like, oh, I got to go like, I just got to go take a travel. Oh, I broke my arm. I just like, I don't need to do anything science to it. I didn't like pop up to the northern uh, island of Japan and island culture is so much different. It's wild. 
Mm-hmm. Wild. I watched Moana recently. Oh, did you? Because that's what I do now. Yeah. Um, and they were like, gonna go to all these islands to get. Gotta see what's stuff. happening. Yeah. And like, just your coconuts are dead. Like, I don't know. Well, see, population density density is an issue. You reach a point of like we can't get anything more out of the island. And so, like, their, their coconuts were diseased. It's because you're draining too much out of the soil. You're too many people on your fucking island. Yeah. Bacteria. Oh, might, might be a, a situation as well. Might be a problem. But yeah. also. Well, I was worried. But, anyways, Moana found this guy <laughs> and they went and killed some spirit. Montanui. Yeah. And then, then whatever li- island lived on was fine. So. Yeah, it's cool. It's I but really that like, chicken was stupid. That oh, was uh hawk. Oh, oh hey 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 hey. There you go. Um, hey hey was my favorite. He was hey hey was the the champion of the entire the, thing. The dumb chicken. Yeah, the dumb chicken won. Um, also, the crab also cracks me up because that's very me. I'm the crab. Mm. That entire thing. I'm the crab. Yeah, me too. Shiny, give me all the shiny things. I don't fucking care. Give it to me. I'll Hold take on. it. When did you watch Moana? Um, I watched it several times. What do you, you mean? You were a child? Uh-huh. No. I am an adult that I watched it, so... I think I watched it in theaters, actually. Okay. What's the rest of your topic? Uh, next topic is my Grootslang. Grootslang? Grootslang. Uh, it is a legendary creature that is... Reputed to dwell in the deep cave in uh, Richardsveld, South Africa. Hmm. It's a mountainous desert region in northwestern South Africa. In local mythology, Groot Slangs are primordial creatures that comprise of the head and front of an elephant. In the back is a enormous serpent creature. What you could say? A dump truck. A dump, just <laughs> fucking elephant dump truck in the back. <laughs> just that's me uh, big ass tusks in the front dump truck in the back that's mm-hmm. that's me uh, it's me as a human being just clap clap for me uh so when the earth was created the Groot slings were apparently destroyed but according to legend some survived and retreated to the deepest caves of the northern cape province which is not when i was in south africa that is not abnormal from what people have told me that they believe that like i mean the whole belief around the world is that africa was the central place birthplace. Uh, birthplace of everything uh but they also believe that it was this was the central birthplace of all creatures like beyond just humans so uh creatures and cryptids involved as well so uh, all things came from Africa, and I believe all humans came from Africa, but all things came from Africa? Question mark. We'll see. Um, so, tales of enormous tusks, tusked snakes, probably inspired by real-life sightings of enormous pythons that live in the same area, have rumbled on in South Africa folklore ever since. The mysterious disappearance of a British diamond magnet named Peter Grayson in the Richardsveld 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 caves in 1917 is something to blame in the Groot's long. 
there is a cave known as a wonder hole or the bottomless pit. Supposedly it connects to the sea, which is 40 miles away. According to local legend, the cave is filled with diamonds. The Groot slang is also said to live in warm rivers and lakes. So also according to the tale, Groot slangs covet gems, particularly diamonds, and despite the creatures' lust for cruelty, the victims can often bargain with their freedom by offering a Groot slang enough precious gems. So, it is said that while Peter Grayson disappeared in 1917 while searching for diamonds, members of his party were attacked and injured by lions, prompting legends the Groot slang had killed them thereof. So basically, he died from lions, but everyone's like, you went to the caves looking for diamonds. You died. This is you. So that's where the Groot Slang came from. Uh, it's apparently a giant elephant tusked creature. It's got some wild pictures as well. Uh, so if you wanted to look at those, we can post those later. I think it'd be be a pretty, pretty cute. Uh, but I'm actually like really enjoying this... Uh, journey into some cryptids because while i look for my uh uh dive into my uh oh boy i missed it my dive into the a a coro kamui uh i was like wait hold on this is very much the uh the kraken so then I looked at the Kraken. I was like, hold on, there's a lot to research on the Kraken. So I'd like to do to touch to touch on the Kraken later. Uh, also, I found the Jersey Devil. Oh yeah, I've I've looked up the Jersey Devil before. I'm intrigued with the Jersey Devil. So I think he's at some like, point, kind of like more mysterious than other cryptids. I think because he's more recent. Yeah, and it's but also not so much because it's also happened a lot. But I think there's more stories that are modern. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's Anna. So I, I, I pulled up the the Jersey Devil and I was like, I'm gonna do this, and it was like it was a lot to research. I was like, a lot. I'm not gonna do this right now because I I've been busy moving, so I was I was trying to incorporate some things that were you know not moving. Not moving worthy, you know? Mm-hmm. Something like a, to, to put some attention into. Um, hey, that Jersey Devil's always moving around. So. He's moving around. It's too quick. He's just too quick. It. You got to yeah. focus on other stuff, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Me too. I'm proud of us. Uh, well, that's my. I gave us three cryptids. I'm like, I like that. The Groot Slang, the, uh, the Akuru Kamui, and the uh, Olgi Koroki. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you, you got, remember those Hawaiian people that, that would walk around after dark? Hawaka Ipo. Yeah. Yeah. Hawaiian people got it rough, man. I, I feel like all cultures are like, let's just make up a religion at this point. Because w- fucking Western culture was like, Christianity, this is all yeah. you got. Goodbye. Like, for 2,000 years. If you don't want to talk about a burning bush, fuck off. You're a fucking witch. Go to the, go to go die like you're done. So I love hearing other cultures that are like, no, we have other like crazy things like octopus in the water that are killing people in the early early 1900s. And you're like, but what about Christianity? Was that Jesus all along? It was Jesus all along. What if it God was. was one of us? 
you know, what if God was one of us? You raise me up. No, mm. no, 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 it's canceled. No, no. no, those are not the lyrics. What are the lyrics to what if, what if God was one of us? I have no idea. Those are two different songs. What if God now, was one this of is not us? Now, this is not our, our Christian podcast. This is uh, very different. Very different. Uh, but while we're talking about that, let's go ahead and talk about our sister podcast, Joan La- Osborne. Anyways, let's so talk about our sister. Said, I'm just a slob like one of us. No, let's talk about our sister podcast instead. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff. Uh, is teaching us all the use about the gay culture that we need to know, uh, gay history, all the things that we need to know. Uh, they teach us. Slang bang. We, we need to know about slang bang. Uh, but also they have a news segment uh, called River Snapper that I appear I've on never heard of it. While, just every once in a while. I just don't want in. anything to do with it. Mm. Never heard of it. Let's never in. Never just. So yeah. if you like mm. to hear me. and Hold like, on. I'm sleeping. Uh, if you like to hear me and also uh, have an actual like not crazy cackling opinion, but also still. Mediocre. Crazy cackling, mediocre oh, opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pop on over to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff dot com. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Instagram, Talk Gay Stuff on Twitter, and Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook. Send them an email at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Send them an email at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail dot com. Uh, also, check out our like weird like our daughters like weird but then they're like trying school. trying so hard they're like oh they're look at me i'm really famous. trying but like we have to be nice to them because they're like, there the same party mm. it's just weird anyways it's our spoopy podcast our rupee podcast our rupee podcast <laughs> this is our spoopy podcast our rupee podcast tells you about the upcoming tea sister <laughs> on the rupaul's dry grass Drag Televised All drag the drag race um, This week will This week we will be talking about the Snatch Game Last week we talked about nothing Nothing um, So stay tuned It's going to be Our Rupee Podcast At OurRupeePodcast.com Our Rupee Podcast on Facebook and Instagram And drop us an email At OurRupeePodcast At gmail.com We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with Project Work. If you're a company that needs help writing job job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, and managing your social media, Lord, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network that connects professionals with Project Work. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more about EconomyWorks at EconomyWorks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy Works. I was wrong. Anyways, so what if God was one of us? No. Just a slob like one of us. No. Just a stranger on the bus. No. Trying to make his way home. No. Um... Should we tell them to get gay ruby with it? The spoopy, spoopy with it. Fuck you! You, you, get you me messed wrong. me up. You're no, fucking wrong. You messed me up because you said it was ruby podcast. So Shut up, bastard! Bugger. 